Hello, I'm Mrs. Melanin. And I'm Belief Mel. And we're here with episode 48 of How, How Married, Married Are, Are You? you? So we are Glenn and Yvette Henry, and we have been married nine years. Yeah. We have four children, mm-hmm. the ages six, five, two, and two months. And we live in sunny California. It sounds like so much when you say all those. <laughs> you know, it sounds like a lot, but it doesn't feel like a lot sometimes. Lately, mm-hmm. I've been like with them, and I'm like, huh, this doesn't feel too overwhelming. Until they're all like screaming my name and want mm-hmm. something at the same time. But, you know, it just... We have moments. I'm sorry. We live in Southern California. Is that what you're saying? That? I said sunny California. I wasn't going to tell him where. Oh, we live in sunny California. <laughs> and we have a YouTube channel called Belief in Fatherhood, um, where this beautiful, handsome man is the mastermind behind it. And thank you. Yeah. I don't know what else we do. And we do this podcast. Yeah. Called, how married are you? <laughs> and so at the end of every episode, we ask each other, how married are you? Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of a way to remind us that we are trying to serve each other and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we do have four kids and we usually talk about them a lot. So we have this chocolate baby story mm-hmm. time. We call our kids the chocolate babies. And this is a chocolate baby story time. So let's go ahead and hop into the chocolate baby story time. All right. You go first. Okay. Um, so, I don't know. You guys got to leave in the comment section whether or not you like like the gross stories or not. But uh, I got one for you. So, <laughs> well, it's kind of, I don't know. It's a crazy thing. So, Anaya is doing this thing where she knows she has to go big potty, but she's like, she has her spots. She has spots. And so her most recent spot, her spot used to be kind of like behind the couch. But now I don't know. Oh, you know this. Her other spot is in the backyard. In the backyard. Like she just randomly will go outside, lay down <laughs> on the floor. Yes. <laughs> if you're watching, this is her posture <laughs> when she's laying on Feet the floor. Up, you know. Yeah. She's like belly on the f- ground, hands under her chin. And her feet up in the air, like just I'm just pushing or whatever. Yeah, and sometimes you like, all right, looking at you, just looking around, just like okay, all the kids are kind of full. Where's Anaya? Oh, where's Anaya? And you see her little head at the yeah top of the. I'm sorry, go ahead, I'm stealing yours. Anyway, um, yesterday everybody was gone. Anaya, I mean, it was just me and Anaya. Uzi was asleep, and I was in the kitchen. I think I have to sneeze. Bless you. Thank you. Excuse me. Um. Oh, Uzi was asleep. Glenn took the boys to parkour, and so it was just me and Anaya. And all of a, and I was in the kitchen, and all of a sudden I saw Anaya run to the back, <laughs> the door to get outside, but she couldn't get it open. So I was like, Naya, do you have to go poop? And she goes, No. I was like, Did you poop? And I and she goes, No. So I walk over and I look in her pants, and sure enough, she didn't poop. And so I was like, okay, cool. And I was like, dude, let's go sit on the potty. And then we sat on the potty and she didn't go. And then we ended up, um, I ended up 
and then she got upset. Okay, so she, I sat her in the potty. And usually, I'll leave her diaper off because I know something's coming or whatever. But this time, I didn't because she started throwing a fit. And I was like, I don't really feel like this. I'm too tired. And so, anyways, I put the pull-up back on her. I'm sorry. I put the Pampers 360 fit back on her. <laughs> this is not an ad. Um, back on her so that she could feel comfortable and just hang out. Next thing you know, I smell poop. Homegirl pooped in her diaper. I was so upset. Yeah. Because I was like, dude, you could have done this on the toilet. It could have gone straight to the toilet. We could have just flushed. I didn't have to wipe. I wouldn't have to deal with the diaper. Nothing. But then again, last night, the same thing happened. A similar situation. And she actually, this time, she was like, oh, I need to go sit in the potty. So she went halfway through pooping, pulled her diaper off. Poop is now on the floor and all over her legs. And she's trying to sit on the potty. And so I had to give her a second bath that day. So I don't know. It's just a lot of pooping yeah, stuff going on. It'd be on. like that. It'd be like that when you, um, yeah, it'd just be like that. It's just always a mystery. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you wish that it was more, you know, like the, the smell of poop <laughs> in this season is just always something. It's like, oh my gosh, but the jasmine like, is flowing outside. It smells yeah. like, like you, it's like just a regular scent throughout the day and it's not something you want to smell. You yeah. know what I mean? But, but Uzi's poop, I kind of like the smell of his poop. It's like right. a refreshing, buttery smell. Can oh any can gosh. I get anybody out there that understands? That is so gross. It smells just fine. The the Anaya's singles, the singles who are listening to this are like, oh my goodness, I can't believe this is crazy. I really want to know if anyone else likes newborn poop. If smell. I come home and I catch you rubbing it on your face, <laughs> we're going to have a problem. <laughs> but can we talk about how if Uzi's poop got on my hand versus Anaya's poop got on my hand, how I would freak all the way out? It does. Like, Uzi's poop? poop is like, oh, you're just drinking my milk and everything uh, that came from me. So it's like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm grossed out by all of it. It's all whack. <laughs> uh, but speaking of this same subject, today I came home from the gym. Uh-oh. <laughs> no, don't tell. Go ahead. Yeah, because she messed up. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? Now you guys have context for my situation. Go ahead, though. Tell okay, your story. So last night, I guess, you know, I was putting the kids to bed, and everything was going awry. Awry? <laughs> awry. Awry. And then my friend came over all at the same time. It was just everything. Yeah, and so it was a lot going on. And so Yvette goes, uh, I don't know what happened, but Raya <laughs> this morning. Oh, I was telling him. I was like, Raya, go brush, brush your, your teeth. teeth. And then Raya goes... And you know, Riot is super dramatic. He's, but he's so extra. But he, it wasn't like he was trying to sell it. Yeah, he he's was just like, <laughs> Mom, there is a diaper in no, the bathroom. He didn't even say that. He goes, It smells. Yeah. He yeah. said something about it. He's smell. scared of the smell of poop. <laughs> but when he poops, <laughs> he want to walk out <laughs> with his pants down to his ankles like white my butt. Uh, he's saying no more to that. Have you wiped his butt since the last time? Oh my gosh! But he hasn't asked me lately. I once since you said not to. Yeah. So anyway, because I think it's because we got the wet the wipes for right the flushable wipes. Yeah, and you know the other day he was like, "Dad, I don't want to use those wipes because what did he say? They smell weird, or something." <laughs> and I was like, "Man, if you don't go wipe your butt and get Babe, out of my face, that is your child." Anyway, listen. Do you so, want to know why that's your child? Do you know why that's I know, your child? Tell I, the people. Because I, my nose, I smell a he lot has, of stuff. Glenn has such a sensitivity to smell, and Raya has it too. Yeah. So you should just empathize. Yeah, she come home in the house, and I'm like, why I smell like Skittles in here? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> but anyway, I haven't had skills in the past three days. FYI. So uh, I haven't had skills in a long time. Listen, let me get to my point. So Uriah's like, it smells like poop, and so we're like, what the pro- what is the problem? And he was like, Mom, there is a diaper <laughs> with poop in it in the bathroom, and so. I was like, bro, just bring us the diaper down here. He goes, with the diaper, with the poop open, the diaper is open. And like, he was just stomping his feet and like so dramatic. And we were like, bro. Like, it was like, a, it was in the tone of, are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, like it was the toddler version of, you must be out of your mind. Or like, uh, have you lost it? You know, yeah. he was like, make sure you got all the facts before you come with me. Yeah. Come at me like this. But anyway, all right, let's go ahead and hop into these words of affirmation. Babe, can you tell them what words of affirmation are? I sure can. Words of affirmation is an opportunity for you guys to encourage us by letting us know how much you are encouraged. As we've mentioned before, we have four kids and we're running a business. And so it's not as easy to sit down and record these podcasts as we'd like. So when we know that you guys are getting something from it, it encourages us and keeps us motivated to set aside time to be able to sit here and chat with y'all. So you can leave us a voice. Um, you can leave us words of affirmation by leaving us a voice, sending us a voice memo in the DMs of our How Married Are You Instagram account, or you can leave us a voicemail at 760-335-6643. Again, 760-335-6643. Or you can go on the Anchor app and leave us a voicemail there. Um, and I believe now you can, in the show notes of our podcast, you can just click on the link and leave a voicemail that way too. You don't have to have the app. Yeah, so let's go ahead and hop into these words of affirmation. You, what's going on? It's the big home. Uh, been saying I was going to send in some words of affirmation, uh, but certainly wanted to send some love your way and some appreciation. Uh, discovered the podcast through Beliefs Music um, and do a little bit more research, found out we had more and more in common. And uh, to hear the podcast, even some of the older ones up until now. It get don't stop to the beat, y'all. It get don't stop a freak freak, y'all. It get don't stop to the beat, y'all. It get don't stop a freak freak. You know, me and my wife are very, very, very happy. But it's also reassuring to see other couples our age, our, our ethnic background, our spiritual background, have the same issues as we have and fight through it together as a couple, man. So I just wanted to send some love your way. Uh, your work and your vulnerability is much, much, much appreciated. Please keep doing what y'all do. And uh, blessings your way, man. Appreciate it. And we are back. Thank you so much for those words of affirmation. I got a DM the other day. And this is a con- This is a concept or a-, a topic we've been meaning to talk about for a while. We just haven't done it. Uh, and so this young lady hits me up via DM. She said, morning, sir. I don't know if you can help me or not, but you're true. You're a true creative. So I thought I would ask. I'm having a hard time trying to explain to my husband that I have a creative process and that requires boundaries in order to work. I have to have a certain have to have it a certain way. Now, I understand life happens. So I adapt and stop things when kids come around to be present or pause when he comes in. But I feel he doesn't understand when he's blasting. 2k music uh while trading or watching youtube videos loudly it breaks my focus completely also i tend to not say anything because i know he's had a long day 
It loves doing these things, but the thoughtfulness is not reciprocated. What should I do? Thanks a million. So before we go into what she was talking about, I'd like for us to kind of talk about the five. What is it, babe? Um, the five things you should know being in a relationship with a creative. Yeah. Yeah. And I already forgot the two I had. Did you write them down for <laughs> I me? I did. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. All right. Okay. Cool. So do you want me to start with yours? Oh, um, let's just or talk just, about the first one. Okay. Whatever you got there. The first one is the one that you gave. Um, this first one, Glenn said. I'll say it. Okay. Uh, so the f- number one, I feel like, um, is accept the fact that they are slaves to their ideas and they're always thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much like when I say slave, I don't mean a, it's a bad thing, but a creative's currency is the ability to like, like mm-hmm. make things and have those things come to fruition. And so the more ideas they have, it's like currency, like those light bulbs going off, like feels amazing. Oh man, this could be a great idea. And then it's like, how much effort can I put into it? And so while you're having a conversation with a creative, while you're in, um, you may be watching something or whatever, you see a creator like gazing off in the space or whatever they're doing. Sometimes they're actually uh, allowing their currency to be made um, while, you're, while, you're, while you're just sitting there. And so I think understanding that their mind is going to drift and letting that be okay mm-hmm. uh, is a thing. Yeah. So would you say that you've had situations where I've drifted? Well, it's like, it's always random. Like we're doing something and then all of a sudden you're like, dude, I have this idea, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, where did that come from? Like we were just <laughs> talking about whatever, or we'll be in a conversation and then, or we'll just be watching TV. It just always comes at a different time mm-hmm. where you're just like, the light bulb goes off. Yeah. Light bulb. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I'm going to go to mine after that. Off of that, I was, my thing is try to have thick skin. Number two. I don't understand that. Try to have thick skin. So like, <laughs> I'm hot. It's really hot. Oh. <laughs> I know. Um. So what I mean by that is I mean, sometimes like, okay, Glenn will be like vibing and he has an idea and he's sharing it with me or he'll have a dilemma of some kind and he'll be like, what do you think or whatever? And then I might like give him an idea, but the idea is not received in the manner that I would have liked it to be received or it's not even like applied or thought of or considered or whatever and so then I'm like well that was energy that shouldn't have been (laughs) used up and so I feel like I'm trying to be better about like giving him ideas or throwing things out there but him not doing anything with them and then like the other thing too is don't be defensive I'm not gonna be defensive I was gonna add to like why that happens okay go ahead no go ahead oh you're gonna say the other thing is oh The other thing is sometimes, y'all, you will say something and then someone else will come and say it. And then that's when they hear it. So just don't don't be all hurt over it. I feel like that's marriage. (laughs) That's not just creatives. It's happened to me and you, right? Yeah, that's definitely marriage, but it applies to creatives as well. Yeah. As far as, you know, what else? All right. 
So I was going to say that I think that happens because when I come with you with a a problem or like an idea or you give me a response uh the 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 idea may be great but I may not be able or willing to do the work that it requires to f- see the idea into fruition mm. so when I come into when I come into an idea right if I have an idea um and I this happens to me all the time like like I'll think of it and then I'll work backwards Oh well, how would I make that? I would this, and I have this. I already have this connection. I know this person. Boom, boom, boom. So I've already like made the connections in my head. And so when you say blah, say blah, I'm like, well, who do I know that does that? <laughs> you know, and you're like, I don't know. Maybe this guy can do it. And I'm like, no, that's not what yeah, he does. That's another thing too. You don't. Sometimes I'll be like, well, we know such and such, and you don't be wanting to work with certain folk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I do appreciate you like <laughs> offering. Thoughts. Yeah. And I'm sorry that they don't always, but it's not going to stop happening. And the thing is, too, like, just because they don't receive your ideas doesn't mean you should stop giving them. Mm-hmm. Because you get, like, I feel like I kind of get that way where I'm like, well, I'm not going to say nothing. But sometimes you just have really good ideas and they need to be heard. And one day it's going to catch. So have thick skin. Yeah. And that's another thing for creatives, too, is that. You got to realize that no one really sees your ideas as valuable as mm-hmm. you do. You know, and I'll be having so many ideas and I tell the people and they're like, mm, yeah, I don't think so. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And then I'll be like, eh, forget y'all. I know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. You know what I mean? So I, you kind of have to go through that process. Okay. What's the next one? Man? Oops. I think the next one is be flexible. Number three. Be flexible. Mm-hmm. Um, is that mine? That was yours. You said. Oh um, yeah, that, uh, creatives are not time sensitive yeah. by nature. Mm-hmm. You know, um, creatives, we like m- most like pure creative people. We don't necessarily like think in slots of time. Mm-hmm. Um, it's more like when you go to church and then the Holy Spirit come in the room and you're yeah. like, "Well, dang, we we didn't, we've been worshiping for like forty five minutes. The sermon ain't start yet, and we got to get out of here by one o'clock. How's the pastor gonna do this?" <laughs> And the pastor is like, well, we just want to let the spirit flow. We submit to the spirit. (laughs) And so creative has to submit to their workflow, Mm. their ideas. And so Yvette, like it's so hard to be Mm. in a relationship with a creative because they'll be like, you know, my wife is structured. She's like, well, we got to be at the party at seven. I'm like, but do we even have to be at the party? (laughs) Who's going to fire me if I don't go to the party? Do I got to be at the party? Mm -hmm. Because my my juices are flowing. Mm -hmm. Um, And that, that momentum like really like feeds the creative. And that's the one thing that I feel like as being in a relationship with a creative, you have to honor that momentum because like they can be in like have the momentum of an idea or creation. And then you come in, you come in and you're just like, Hey, can you uh, wipe Raya's butt real quick? Or, (laughs) or the kids come in. And so like, I can understand that, like, even just going back into my days of being a teacher, it's not the same thing. But when I'm planning a lesson and I have this really good idea for a lesson and then I kind of forget my thought process behind the, you know, like how I don't know how the lesson evolves or whatever. It's kind of a bummer because, you know, it could have been a great lesson. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's very I feel like for me, that's something that we're still trying to learn to do. Sometimes I'm like, I just kind of look at him and I'm like, hmm, this probably isn't a good time to bother him with this. 
or like I'll send a text message <laughs> or we'll yeah. be I'll literally be on the other side of the wall and I'll just text and be like hmm so yeah I don't know yeah um sometimes she'll like one of the kids will come in and he'll be like can you believe he did this and I'm like what am I supposed <laughs> to do with that like this ain't like I that's don't care that's very true like I just don't care right yeah now. uh and that's rough. Yeah, it's it is rough because like even just the one like a simple thing as can we go to bed at the same time? I feel like Glenn gets more creative and productive at nighttime. Yeah. Or like can we eat meals together? Which we do, but it's always kind of random. It's not like like if I were to say, "Hey, can we have lunch together every day?" or can we have, you know, breakfast together? I mean, dinner together every day. It's kind of like I can't make that promise. I feel like yeah. I feel like you say, and you do when you can. Yeah, and it's not that. that like you know, like and eventually I will be able to, but mm -hmm. at this current moment, like with everything I'm, I do. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like I don't just make videos. Like I make videos. I produce music. I make the music. Mm -hmm. I do speeches. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'm working on so many other different <clears throat> things. I'm learning lines for commercials. <laughs> like it'd be crazy. You know what I'm saying? So like. I'm like, I would love to have a set time to eat every day. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? I would love to have a consistent job title, but that's mm -hmm. just not where I'm at. Yeah, because it's like, the other thing is, because being a stay-at-home mom, I we've had this conversation a lot of times where it's like, okay, at around 4 o'clock is when I start to think about dinner. Can you step in and, like, pay attention to the kids a little bit? Or when's the weekend like when are my days off and so i feel like that's something that we not my days off because you're always being a mother or a parent or whatever but like when is it where i'm not the sole uh -huh. caretaker of the kids and so for glenn he's like why does our weekend have to be saturday and sunday like we like we don't live that life and uh -huh. so i'm kind of like well saturday and sunday is just a really good <laughs> that's the one that's when the week ends so uh mm -hmm. but yeah just being sensitive to the fact that their thought process of time or the way they think of time is completely different than how you think of time yeah yeah that was number three um number four is was my encourage don't discourage and i think i want to add on to that within reason because like you don't want to necessarily be an enabler, if that makes sense. Like, mm. you don't want, okay, I'm a creative. No, not not to put that in air quotes, like, whatever, but I'm a creative. Yeah, but you don't want to necessarily enable their creativity in such a way that it's irresponsible and your home is not being taken care of. And so when I say encourage don't discourage, I mean, encourage them to be creative and to um, develop their art or their talent or whatever it is. Um, but at the same time, don't, don't, don't enable, uh, what's the word? Complacency or hmm, wait. not complacency, but what? Wait, why are you getting I'm just saying, like, what do you mean by that? Because you don't see growth and movement. Does that mean that the creative isn't validated for working in what they do? Say that again. You don't see growth in movement. You don't see growth or numbers improving. You may not see the growth as fast as, like, Belief in Fatherhood grew really fast. Mm -hmm. So you were able to look, like, take an outfit for six months and be like, oh, okay, something's going on here. You know, but other creatives have a longer process. Mm -hmm. So you're saying that because. Even you have a longer process. How long did we wait for music to pop off? 
Um, now, what do you mean by pop off? Exactly. What do you mean by pop off? I mean pop off, like provide for the Henry household. Well, that was never the goal. That was not what you wanted. I mean, I wasn't a huge advocate of it, but that's what you wanted. Yeah, well, I thought that's where we were going. We had different, like, ideas. So I thought that you wanted me to make the money in the house, but you told me that touring was yes, not the lifestyle you wanted. So, But that doesn't mean you have to stop music. I just don't want you to be gone six months out of the year. Well, that means I have to stop music. Mm. I mean, like, in the, and that's in touring, like, in the whole situation, you make money from tours, you know? By creating experience in person. Now it's a different game. You you stream, you license, all that stuff. But what I'm saying is that what means fruit? You know what I'm saying? So I would say that you and have that, to... Go ahead, sorry. I would say you have to identify the difference between a dreamer and a creator. I need to write down my thought before I forget it. Do you have paper? I ain't got no paper here. Shoot. I'll text it. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. A dreamer and a creative. So a dreamer is someone who thinks, 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 thinks. Oh my gosh, I'm such a genius. Oh my gosh, my ideas. They put half the work in or maybe a quarter of the work, but they never actually make something. And I feel like create like dreamers are enabled. I have a dream to be a rapper. I have a dream to be this. I have a dream to be that. But like, are you really, really, really willing to do that? And if you're not, and that's why I realized I'm not willing to do this thing as a rapper. Like I'm not willing to, like I went on tour and I was like, I hate this. I hate it. I don't like I don't like going on tour. I don't like setting up. I don't like rapping in front of all these people. I get anxious. I don't like being around these guys I'm traveling with all the time. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I don't like this life. Mm-hmm. And so I did the work and I realized that it wasn't for me. And mm-hmm. so um, the pivot was, was kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? I was going to say, because I feel like at the same, I was, can you? Can you check on Wise and see what's going on out there? Because okay. she needs to leave in four minutes. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, What was I saying? Okay. I feel like a good practice, too, is for the creator and the person that they're in a relationship with to come to some kind of consensus about what success looks like. like and I think that we even gave ourselves a time limit, though. And I think, like, if you set down, like, boundaries or rules or a picture of what success looks like you should also have grace with that or be flexible with that picture that you're creating for you all because sometimes like let's say like speaking on growth let's say you gave yourself five years and in five years you're not exactly there but you can see yourself being there in the next six months so at five years do you stop or do you allow them to go on for another six months does that make sense yeah so like I do think it's important for everyone to agree, not everyone, but for the creative and the person that they're in a relationship with to kind of have some idea that they agree upon that is what success looks like. Now, I have a question though. Like if you're in a dating relationship with a creative, does that change? Like do the rules change? No, what, what, what changes? I mean, cause you're not necessarily married, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like dating is kind of like gray. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know people who date and act like they're married. You because I'm, I'm like, if I'm in, if if you're, like, if we were dating and I was like, hey, you need to stop music. I don't think it's my right to tell you that unless I'm telling you that as a result of it being, like, unhealthy for you or I'm mm-hmm. concerned for your, you know, for your exact, your being. Mm-hmm. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. 
yeah, I just think it's really important for the person that's in a relationship with a creative for you both to come and just literally and even possibly write it down. I don't think we did that, but write down certain things that you're looking for as far as success or growth and going from there. Now, if you're married to a creative who just kind of has like a side thing that they do, that's something that's therapeutic to them. Mm -hmm. I think that's a different story, too. Yeah, like someone who scrapbooks or knits or something yeah. like that, and they don't want to make. Oh, I'm sorry, you do both of those. <laughs> Are we throwing shade? No, no, no. Are I'm just saying, like shade? things that may not bring in income. Yeah, but like they're just. It's I creative. like doing it's this. It's a nice outlet. Yeah, which you didn't like for me to do because I was making scrapbooks for other people. Yeah, so why are you making scrapbooks for us? I just that was your thing. That was, that was my love, love language. language. Yeah, that yeah. was your love language, and I try to control you, and I apologize. Thank you for that apology. Can yeah. I start again? I want the new cricket. <laughs> I guess, whatever. Maybe put it on your wish list for Christmas. Ooh, that's a good idea. Um, let's let's pause here because yes. my nanny has to go. So we'll turn on the AC, pause. Yes. And we'll be right back. It's some airflow. <laughs> I'm sweating. Okay. Next one. Um hold them accountable. So that kind of goes goes into the next one. Yeah. Into the next one. Go point, ahead. Yeah. Um I think holding them accountable, accountable to their, uh, you know, ideas, um, holding them accountable to the things that they have set out to do. Uh, I think one thing that helps me is just knowing that you always ask tough questions, even when it hurts. Uh, and that can be taken two different ways because it's not a nagging. Like, you don't nag me. Which I really appreciate. And I appreciate you saying that out loud. Thank you. You, you, you don't nag me. There might be some things you do say. <laughs> he had to go back one. <laughs> yeah, I had to think about it real quick. Like, wait a minute. Before I get too far in this, there are some things that you have nagged about in the, like, very early on, mm -hmm. you know, but I think. Grown. I've grown. I think you've grown a lot. And also, like, success helps. Because yeah. you're kind of like, well, what the heck am I really going to say? Very true. Like from the from the person in relationship to the creative, like understand that we aren't going to necessarily get it right away. Um, that's what happened with Glenn and I. Like I didn't necessarily see his vision right away. And when I did start seeing elements of success, it was easier for me to let go of some of my control issues. Like your job. And <laughs> But we're not going to get into it because we're going to bring up old stuff. Keep going. And... um trust him more you know what i mean like it was easier for me to like i feel like now a lot of times if i don't necessarily agree right away i know i like i just trust him a little bit more a lot more not even a little bit a lot more than i did at the beginning of this because at the beginning i was like you want to do what on where mm -hmm. i didn't even know people like i only went on youtube as a um like i think i thought youtube was only for like <laughs> math tutorials <laughs> I didn't know people did what they do with us. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway. And I think another thing that you do is you are you tell me often that you're proud of me. Mm -hmm. And for me, like, that is, like, everything. That's that's even more currency because it allows me to go deeper into my creative and trust my ideas more, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, I also think we got to throw in a little ringer here just so I don't forget. Like, don't. Don't expect the non-creative person to be a creative and understand you. Amen. 100. Yeah. And then. Is there a thingy for that? A sound you know, effect? Press that button. 
And you can either do horn or trombone. The horn is beep, beep, beep. that's the trombone. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Uh, where is horn. the horn? That says horny. I know. I say that. When I say something, you gotta do it like that. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Technical difficulties. I was trying to. Um, shots fired. That sounds like shots fired. Boop, boop, boop. Okay. Right? <laughs> so, like, yeah. That, and I also think, uh, you know, making sure that the creative has space and like money to use on their creative. <laughs> He's looking at me. Because like Yeah. You know, you, you gotta remember hold on, let me uh get <laughs> on me. You gotta remember how this thing started. You know, I'm talking about two broken iPhones. Yeah. And one GoPro Hero 4. And I should do a whole video. I think I'm gonna do it on Patreon. Talking about all the gear I have, everything I've been able to, to purchase and how I got it and all this stuff, right? But this started with literally I had an idea in Casey Neistat said, use the camera that's in your hand, not the one you want. And I took the cameras that are in my hand, which was my old iPhone, and somebody else gave me their iPhone 4, and that's how I started this channel. You know what I'm saying? Well, Belief for Fatherhood. Mm -hmm. And now it's really important that I'm able to invest and improve the product. Ooh, while you're there too, I want to say something else. Don't be in competition with the creative, mm -hmm. or don't even like try to be where they're at like whatever because sometimes these companies be coming to glenn offering him stuff and i'm like wait why don't they offer me that like i want something and glenn will turn him down because glenn doesn't do stuff for free product no bag no swag <laughs> but i'm like uh i'll take it hello i'm over here kind of thing and so yeah a lot of times i'm like man i wish people like and it's and the t the other thing is too you have to be careful of your motives or like your heart like protect your heart because like like i said you can't be in competition but if i see glenn like getting all these accolades and um everything else yes i'm super proud of him i'm not necessarily jealous of him i'm not jealous of him but it is kind of like sometimes i don't know just be You're careful like, hey, i'm over here yeah just be careful of um i guess what i'm i think the main thing that i'm trying to say is protect your heart toward your significant other as they are achieving success because um like just I, I don't know I just think that it is okay for you to be proud of them and not necessarily want to have that same success that they're having and I think that um for myself personally sometimes my identity like for the longest time I was a really good math teacher ASB director, you know, like I was doing things. Award winning. <laughs> I was not an award winning. But now it's kind of like I'm watching. It's just, it's Glenn's time to shine. And it's not necessarily not my time to shine, but it's like, you know, I don't really know what I'm trying to say. I don't have the words yet to articulate. Yeah, I think that it's easy to become someone who feels like the sidekick instead of mm -hmm. the, you know, and it's just not the case. Mm -hmm. Like, when she wins, I when I win, she wins. Um, I do want her to be able to move forward, and like if she wants to move and do things, see, man, that's what I'll be talking about. Um, I do want her to be able to move forward and do like whatever she wants. But the truth is, 
she doesn't know what she wants. So as a person who's non-creative, you still have to have your own dreams and goals that are whatever that is for you. Because sometimes she can get distracted by what she sees happening over here. And she'll be like, well, yeah, well, I want to I want this. You know what I'm saying? I want that. And I'm like, that's not in your uh, your goals or that wasn't what we talked about. I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? You're like, well, this is what I want. So I feel like, hey, this is the yeah, because I think, you know, I'm big vision and you're day to day, you know, and sometimes and always they they work together, mm -hmm. you know, um, but I feel. I feel like you do have to know where your goals are and stuff like that because if you start to look at the things that's happening over here, mm -hmm. it'll confuse you. Mm -hmm. And so that was really the reason why we started this podcast is so that you can have your thing, you know, mm -hmm. um, that would help you encourage women, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I feel like we're doing a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, and I keep telling her, like, yo, you need to have a plan, a goal, and all that stuff, you know what I mean? And so yeah. working towards that. You want to open up the next one? Yeah, and then um, I think this is the last one. Um, they have projects, but the creative is your project. And if you don't mind, I'll chime in first. I feel like one of the um, main things about that I observe, at least with Glenn, is like his mental state. Glenn's mental health is really important. Um, I feel like if he's not doing well in that area, then that's not good for our household. And I, I already know somebody in the comment section is going to be like, well, then let him get the vasectomy. And <laughs> and I don't really want to go there right now, but I understand, y'all. I understand. I'm not saying we aren't getting one. I'm just saying that we're going to wait a little bit. But I actually have given him the green light. Anyway, um, but yeah, his mental health to me is important. He started working out again. Um, he, I don't know. I just feel like whenever he needs time away, you can have it. I don't think you ask for it enough. I feel guilty for asking. I know. Because yeah. you yeah. need time away, too. We all do. We all going to suffer. <laughs> you going to gain weight when pregnant? I'm going to gain weight. You going to be sick and hurting? I'm going to be sick and hurting. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to have to deal with it on your own. Mm -hmm. And so I would suffer. But I, even though I do need it, and so do you. You know. Mm -hmm. So whatevs. We got a nanny. So Yeah. She's been helping. Um, and then one more thing. When 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 we say that the creative is working on projects and you they are your project, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you are responsible for them completing things or whatever. That means that they you can see things they can't see. Mm -hmm. So if they are in a relationship, like friendship, business transaction that you don't think is gonna be healthy for mm -hmm. the state of the family or the well being of the creative, they can't see that because they see the progression of their ideas they might see the financial benefit but you may have a little bit more you may be a little bit more in, in touch with reality or seeing things outside of this mm -hmm. scope and so yvette has been the one to hold me and just be like listen like i don't think that relationship is beneficial for you right now you know what i'm saying or um i feel like that opportunity isn't for us you know um we, we have something on the table right now that you know is cool you know what i mean and i'm totally submitting to like all right I need to know like what the number is we need to be able to get in order for us to go here. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, Yvette is really involved in, you know, a part of that decision. Uh, and I trust her. Um, and I feel like that's where the trust is, is that you trust me with my ideas and the creative and the ability to get stuff done. I love that I impress you. I love that you're like, dang, I didn't know. <laughs> I love that. And I'm like, yeah, girl. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, you know, I also love the fact that you, know 
are always making sure that we are in touch with reality mm -hmm. and hanging out with friends and going to birthday parties and stuff like that because you know i may not be the one inviting people over but whenever people are here i'm always excited to see them so mm -hmm. yeah how many are you babe i i how married are you, babe? I just kind of stumbled through that. I'm, tired. I'm still tired from the last episode. Um, mm. I'm sorry, I was not prepared today. Mm -hmm. Let's start over. How, mar how, how married, married are you, you babe? Baby. I'm not prepared either. <laughs> well, and... No, we have to finish it with day. All right, so... Oh, okay, go ahead. How Ask married me. are you? I'm so married that I've been cooking for us on this whole 30 journey, which has only been three days, but. Mm -hmm. But you've been cooking up a storm. <laughs> but I've been cooking. And y'all, I don't want to do it. I'm already over it. And I'm thinking that the first week of homeschool was not the wisest time to start it because my patience with my children is like, what? Mm -hmm. But, you know. I'm cooking. I'm cooking up a storm. Mm -hmm. Last night? Oh, go ahead. I knew you were going to use that one. Babe, how married are you? <laughs> Last night, um, I cleaned the kitchen. You did? And I cut up the cauliflower and you asked. Well, I, I, you didn't ask me to, but I was just like. You were asking how can I help, help you. you. Yeah. And I really appreciated that. Yeah, but you were also looking at me like. I was confused. <laughs> What are you talking about? I was like, would it be beneficial if I cut up the cauliflower so it's ready for you? And you were like, But you also sure. asked me, you're like, how can I help you with breakfast in the morning? And I was like, cook it? <laughs> but yeah. he couldn't because he had to be at the gym at 7 a.m. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah. And, and that's, that's just how married, married we are. are.